Dillon, up ahead, Winston. No one near him. And he's going to come out with it. And Michigan State is headed to the plus. Hi everyone, you are listening to a new episode of Spartan Crazies. Obviously, with everything that's happened, we delayed um, talking, uh, making a podcast uh, due to the events on Monday night uh, with the shooting. Um, So yeah, um, I don't really know how to address this very well because it's kind of still recent and everybody's still kind of hurting, so... uh, Obviously, there was a mass shooting at MSU on Monday night uh, at Berge Hall and at the Union. Um, there were three people who passed away and I think five more injured. Uh, those five were in critical condition. It sounds like one of them moved to stable, which is great news. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, I don't really, I mean, obviously we don't like to people are saying telling people not to get political but i mean there's clearly a gun problem in this country i don't really care what anybody says um oh you've done it now i i it's very obvious anyone can see it so uh really enough of the thoughts and prayers and let's get some real action taken here so this doesn't so this stops happening i mean there's been two mass shootings in the sense the MSU shooting. There's one today, um, and there's one in Texas at a mall uh, a couple days ago. So, this is, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Everybody's desensitized to this um, because, really, America's the only place where this happens all the time because people are obsessed with guns and they can't, uh, some people don't think having logical uh Gun background checks is smart. Uh, it's, I mean, literally everywhere. This happens nowhere else. So I, I'm just sick and tired of it. Uh, and it's even worse when it hits so close to home. I mean, I was a mile away from where it happened, uh, where I live. And uh, I just heard sirens going all night. And it was just honestly something that I'm never going to forget. And not in a good way. It's just so sad. Um, I went to the vigil on... Uh, I think it was Wednesday, uh, and they had a bunch of people speak. Uh, Kojizo was there and gave a great speech. I'm sure most of you watched it. Um, but yeah, it's just awful and sad, and I'm glad to see all the outpouring of uh, support from everywhere. Uh, but something needs to be done because this is just getting ridiculous. So, um, I mean, talk, call call your local representation. Do whatever you have to do because we need to stop this. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say. It's just awful and sad. And they obviously postponed the Minnesota game, which is the right thing to do. But uh, there's they are going to wind up playing the Michigan game on Saturday, which we're going to get into. So uh, I don't know what else to say. Tim, you want to add anything? Uh, well, I think it was well said, Ryan. Um, 
I think the only thing I have to add is, you know, I live here in town um, as well. And um, this isn't the first city I've lived in that's had a mass shooting. Uh, where I lived in Louisiana, Lafayette, there was a shooting at the theater one, uh, years ago. <clears throat> it made national news. Several people died. It was a theater that we went to all the time. So now this is really hit close to home because my girlfriend works at Michigan State. She wasn't around at that time. She had already left, but, you know, they didn't have classes the last, well, all week. They're not resuming to Yeah, she didn't even go on campus for two days. They said they're doing a lot of, like, for faculty, she said that they're doing a lot of, um, like, trauma, sort of, how to deal with trauma, and, like, basically students next week are, aren't going to be, like, you know, having midterms right. and stuff like that, um. So this is just like horrific. <clears throat> I don't care about the, you know, all the stuff Ryan said I agree with, but just the fact that this has be- become normal or, you know, this is like we have to figure out how to work around it instead of solve the issue. It's kind of weird. Um, and it's scary. And <clears throat> it's really not that big of a, a community, the Lansing area. It's not like a Columbus, Ohio. Um, this is like a smaller type town and um, a lot of people have personal ties with this. I mean, it's um, it's really shook the community and I don't know how it's going to go from here for sports. Like, it's kind of weird that now we're just going to go and like, hey, well, let's talk about the Michigan right. game. <laughs> yeah. that, I mean, yeah, we obviously decided not to record uh when you usually do because it's just been it, it it was it would have been too early to talk about if we decided to record you know right after the after this happened so yeah um anyway it's really sad and if you're looking to help there's a bunch of GoFundMes for the the people who are still fighting and who lost their fight so you can find that on Social media, I don't have it off the top of my head, but um, so let's let's change gears here. Um, it's it's interesting. I mean, we're, we'll talk about for Michigan game. They're making a, a bunch of arrangements for this. Um, I guess since we're on the topic, Ryan can. Yeah, you know, they're basically gonna do a little bit of a memorial to honor. Yeah, obviously the victims and obviously uh, football wise has been a very toxic rivalry the last few years. But I, I feel like in basketball is at least somewhat respectful. I mean, obviously they don't like each other, but it's just it's not toxic. Um, well, I don't know if I fully agree, but well, maybe not between on the, the fan, court. maybe yeah, yeah, between the fan bases, obviously not on n- the court. not so much, but not on the court like football where it's toxic on the field. Um. Yeah. So, uh, Michigan. Uh, they said they've been preparing recognitions for the Michigan State University victims and community, including specially designed team warm up shirts for the team, two thousand specially designed T shirts for the Maze Rage their student section and student ticket holders. Uh, a moment of silence, approximately thirty seconds. A twelve by eight Spartan strong flag in the Maze Rage student section. The U of M pep band learning and performing at Missy's alma mater. 
Lighting Chrysler Center green and white during the moment of silence using programmable LED wristbands distributed to all fans upon entry. So that's nice. That's a nice gesture. Um, obviously, Tim and I do not like U of M. I mean, obviously. But uh, I truly appreciate the gesture that they have. Um, and uh, they're definitely doing the right thing here. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be really it's gonna be a really emotional game on Saturday. Um, MSU hasn't played in a week. They obviously canceled the Minnesota game. Uh, but uh, yeah, I I'm interested interested to see how this goes. It's gonna be definitely different from other Michigan State MSU U of M games uh, in the past. So uh, it's definitely gonna be something to see. I, I just want to point out that there might be some people who have the school of thought, like, how can you expect student-athletes who just, like, like, it's possible they knew somebody yeah. that, that were shot, was shot. Like, somebody on the team, like, personally knew them or knew their friend group. Um, you know, anybody who is afflicted by this, and then you want them to go to perform at one of the highest levels. It's like, is that really... Smart and or fair. Well, I would say that Izzo mentioned um, that talking to his team, um, like basically the guys want to play. Yeah, I feel they they want to get back to a little bit of normalcy. And if you're a player like them, you know they probably most of them played their whole lives. This is something they like are passionate about. It's it's a it's a little bit of a release from, you know, the real world kind of, you know, it is a game in the end, you know, you're supposed to have fun. So I think it's, um, it'll be good overall. You know, part of me thinks if MSU goes out there and it just looks like mentally they weren't prepared for this, you could, you, you would you understand. Could all, well, you would hundred percent, yeah. you should be able to understand, but I think you're going to see the reactions like this game shouldn't have been played and yada, yada, yada. And honestly, those aren't going to be wrong, but that's, you know, that's Monday morning quarterbacking. Yeah, exactly. The the reality is, is these kids want to do this. So the result is the result. Uh, there's really no other way to put it. There, there could be all the excuses in the world, but this is what they want. And, um, Hey, you know what? Um, kudos to Michigan for the gesture. Um, I, you know, I, I hope there isn't some shenanigans on the court. I doubt there will be. I mean, I people mean, have made a mention of, um, yeah. the big guy, like, not acting up would be out of the norm for him. So you'd have to, honestly, like. I would hope that he doesn't act like a complete jackass. But Like, I, throughout the game, yeah, that'd be. Unhurt, like I couldn't imagine it, but maybe like at one point he'll make some gestures. I feel like that's not that wouldn't really surprise me because that's just him being him, yeah. I, I guess. Um, but yeah, you're probably gonna see some if he doesn't do a single thing the whole game, surprised. then hats off to yeah. him because then he like really had really to really had to try, himself. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. I would say I would gain an ounce of respect for him, not because it's like. Hey, respect what happened, which he should. It's more of like, okay, you aren't some total child after right. all. Like, you have an ounce 
of like maturity in your body. Yeah. All right. If anybody watched their game on Tuesday, he acted like he acted like a complete jackhole. So, uh, I mean, I I don't expect I I don't I don't think he's gonna do the things he did on Tuesday, but. Because the stuff he did on Tuesday was pretty bad. Let's talk bad. about it because this is <laughs> this is their opponent um, tomorrow. Um, so let's talk about it. Hunter Dickinson he shows up in a ski mask. Um, that's probably not the greatest timing optics wise. I'm I'm sure he didn't mean. I'm sure he didn't mean any ill intent with it. But no, I, not not very good. I'm optics. pretty sure. Like if let's somebody be real. somebody he somebody, had this plan before that happened. There ha- okay, somebody's got to be an adult in the room and tell him. Please don't do this, dude. This is a bad. This is not a good time to do this. Yeah. That, that's the problem for me. I, I like somebody's got to step up and be an adult to be like, this is a bad idea. Don't do this. You could argue that like it's like, hey, what well, that has like nothing to do with me playing like a little bit of a rival now created, and I would be like, that's fair. But yeah, you're right. Maybe like just. Like, when like, something like that happens in your conference, maybe just chill for a second. I wasn't <laughs> offended by it, but I understand why people were offended by well, it. Well, plus, everyone's going to find a way to be offended right. by something, especially between our rivals, and that's why it's a rivalry. Do I think that Michigan State fans are just all amazing, no. and none of them are, like, saying dumb stuff on social media and doing the same no, stuff No, because we, we see it every single day. Yeah. <laughs> There's a ton of MSU fans that are, like... Yes, they're doing the like rent free thing where they tweet about Michigan nonstop. But it's a rivalry. That's, that's how what's, it works. That's happening on both sides. But there is one notable difference: is uh, Michigan had the better of the two for a long time in you know both major sports, and they have a bigger fan base. So now there's a little bit of this smaller fan base, like more recent modern success. And the one, like, old-time, like, fan base is... They're struggling a little bit to, like, come to terms yeah. with it. And I think they're starting to see... A lot of them are starting to turn on Juwan Howard, which we'll get into here. Yeah, um, but we went off the rails. Yeah. Hunter Dickinson shows up in the ski mask because, this is what he said, he wanted to... They were going to steal one from Wisconsin. Listen, if you're not 14 and 11... Okay, but dude, come on, really, dude, your you, your team is like not even in bracketology stuff anymore. What are <laughs> what are we doing? Like, really? I, like, that's his shtick. It's just it just it just seems clownish to me. Like even Michigan fans are like getting tired of it. I don't know if you were reading some of the like they're like really, dude. This team's I, fourteen and eleven, and you're gonna I've show up some. like that. No, I mean, there's been rumors. I don't. I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm deep into their like behind the scenes stuff but there's been rumors that the like players only meeting had to do with Hunter Dickinson on his podcast like you know giving other teams um fuel to yeah because he he'd said that stuff about Wisconsin earlier in the yeah year. and I think they put it on the broadcast like in they did in talk text, about it yeah and it was like dude yeah yeah I, I'm <laughs> like, really happy it's not easy to like like this guy. No, right no, now. nobody, nobody's denying he's a good player. He he's a good player, but I'm really happy we don't have somebody acting like that on our roster and like having a podcast and saying. Can you imagine how Izzo would react if he had a player doing that? Well, it would get shut down in light speed. But yeah. 
it doesn't mean that what Izzo thinks would make it right or wrong, though, in my opinion. I don't think, like, if Izzo would hate it, then it's bad. No, I, I 100% agree with you. But my the reason I'm saying this is you can do all that. But, yeah, if your team's not, like, playing very well and you're being a clown, um, it's just a really bad look. Right. I, I think I would hate it, too. Um, I mean, if we had some dude who was just talking on social media – like and like going out and honestly, there's been games where Hunter has looked kind of like bad. I mean, he's a good player, but, but uh, really there's sh- a little he, bit of an effort deal going on. He struggled him. against Wisconsin on Tuesday. He he did not have a very good game. Yeah, I think there's he checks out a little bit and it. I mean, just from the outside, you could maybe make arguments that he's a little. Like he's more of a me guy it's than kind of a team head, guy. Kind of a head case, yeah. Maybe a head case. I mean. Like, he goes in there with this ski mask attracting all his attention. Um, you know, people are, like, basically clapping and cheering and laughing when he misses a free throw. Like You got booed every single time you touch the ball. I mean, it was ju- it's just, like, at a certain point, like, how is this helping you? It's, it's mostly hurting him, I think, all of this stuff. So, he's a, an important player because... If he doesn't play well, they're not going to win against Michigan State. Yeah, Michigan State's going to win. Um, it's like it's all riding on Hunter to be able to get those points inside because that will open up a lot for their wings and it will give them more comfortable shots. If you remember the first game uh, between these two, it was so ugly. It was a brick fest. Nobody could hit a single shot, and they were doubling Hunter Dickinson in the post. So he was getting the pass off, but pretty much every time he got the pass off, the Michigan shooter missed. And if you're not getting the the shot close to the rim with Hunter, which is a high percentage shot, and the the higher value shot, lower percentage, you're missing those too. It's like the worst combination. Um, that being said. Somehow, Michigan State has just been kind of an awesome defensive team. Um, Defending the three this year, for sure. Defending the three, and, you know, you could... I've seen plenty of games where dudes are missing, and they're wide open. Michigan State totally missed the switch, and they just they don't hit it. So some of it is luck. Some of it is. But um, I would say over the course of a season... The ones that are getting contested, like it's hard for me to see that it's all luck. Just all of the ones are luck. All every. I mean, game. I think they're. I think opposing teams are shooting twenty seven percent from three this year. So I definitely there's. I mean, there. I, I agree with you. There's some luck involved if you watch the games, but that, that that's not all luck for sure. Well, let's that, let's think about yeah. it. You're right, and you're basically just kind of saying what I'm saying, like. After a certain amount of sample, like, there's probably a trend, right? Well, what's the reason? Who are taking threes? The guys on the perimeter, the wing, the guards. Um, what they call the backcourt. Well, who's defending the backcourt? Jaden Akins. There's not a lot of guys out there that can just easily get separation on Jaden Akins. It's actually probably one of the harder things to do in college basketball because he's so quick. He's so athletic. And even if you do get that separation, he's got that sort of spring where he's still going to get, get like, back in the play. Yeah, he's back in the play, messing you up, making it difficult. 
Then there's AJ Hogard. He's athletic. He's strong. He's kind of a bigger guard too. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the time, he's guarding guys that are smaller than him. Not all the time, but yeah, he's a lot six of the time. four, about two twenty. He's pretty built. So he he bothers people. I've seen a lot. Is he a lockdown defender? I wouldn't say that. But, he's definitely a plus defender. But nobody's bullying AJ. Like nobody's like making him like sort of an issue defensively where he's got to be taken out because of that. I almost never see that to be honest. Um, sometimes they get by him to the basket, but he's kind of a guy that's hard to uh, shoot on out there, too. And they aren't doubling in the post. And Tyson Walker, too. And Tyson Walker. It's, it's I mean, self-explanatory. I mean, he's getting like better like every game. He's incredible. Um, an incredible athlete. And he's stealing a lot of in like passes into the post. He's swatting like straight out of uh, right. he gets into passing play, passing lanes. Yeah, and he's got a vertical so guys aren't, you know, just easily shooting over him. Um defensively, I think there's a reason and I was going to say they're not doubling in the post pretty much like almost never except for the EDs and the Dick the Dickinsons which, you know, kind of matters in this uh matchup we're about to talk about, but um so they just kind of like Madi in down there, would, and then they can leave. They can guard their guy. They would, don't have to. I would him. not be surprised if they don't if they play him more straight up this game than they did the last game. We'll see. I mean, I would say you you do what you did last time until it doesn't work. Which last time was a mixed bag. You're gonna send two like a full double. You're gonna do a dig double. And you're I, gonna I do like a fake double. I don't think that Michigan's missing wide open threes for two straight games like they did. The, <coughs> I did it last. No, last yeah, and this that's is going to be thing. at home. Yeah. And so I think, like, that's where they shoot, you know, that's where they shoot well, they play well. Um, and that is an issue because then you have to not leave the shooters and Dickinson just kind of, like, just dominates the big, which that has been a theme. Oh, yeah. I mean, if if Michigan State is holding opponents down on threes – the same can be said for they're stopping nothing um, inside around the basket. It, the big guys facing Michigan State just having the time of their lives. Um, and so that's, you know, that's probably the main matchup issue here. That's the big kind of talking point. How do they defend Hunter? If, if they do the exact same thing as last time, he's going to find shooters. Are they going to hit those? And um, MSU, on the other hand... Felt like they had so many chances to blow the game wide open. And um, I'll give them this credit. Uh, didn't really shoot very well. Ends up winning, like, in a somewhat comfortable game. Somewhat-ish. It didn't, never felt like they were going to blow that game. Yeah. Um, a couple of shots here and there. Like, they just run away with that game. Now, that doesn't mean anything because that was the last game. And that was at home. This is a new game. But um, I think MSU really needs to just focus on being themselves and playing basketball. And then they can worry about the one big thing they have to worry about for Michigan, and that's Hunter Dickinson. Um, I honestly didn't feel like Michigan offered so many defensive looks that bothered Michigan State, where that they couldn't figure it out. I felt that at a certain point, they we're getting good shots off with, you know, pretty consistent um, ease. There was a period of time, though, where Hogard had to just kind of, like, take over the game. And, I mean, 
that's what you get with seasoned guards, though. And um, I just saw the other night, uh, was it Indiana or no? Who were, who did Michigan just play? Wisconsin. Oh, it's a Wisconsin game. You're right. Um, McDaniel's coming down the court, very important possession, and um, I think it's uh, God Chucky Hepburn strips the ball like just right out of his hands on like an important like. Game-winning, game-tying play. And Doug McDaniel's a freshman. You know, Big Ten. Yeah. Road like, game. Road game. Like, you know, every seat in the house is in red. Um, that's what you get when you have a Hogard and a Tyson Walker. They need – you go on the road to win. I I don't know about Ohio State. They just – Ohio State played, like, the worst game of all time. <laughs> it was hard to watch, like, kind of just, like – I didn't even feel good about the win. It was just like you yeah, felt like we won by a twenty plus. Which you is felt crazy like we were watching someone like kill their dog. <laughs> um, it was just like sad, but they are like I've been saying they are awful. Yeah, <laughs> they they sure match that. Um, but I, I guess like maybe they didn't need Hogard to win that game because Ohio State was so bad. But your starting point guard, or at least the point guard that's going to play the most, which is AJ Hogard, like on the road, especially a rivalry. Like he's the guy that's got to stir the drink because your center's not going to stir the drink. (laughs) You got to get him the ball first. The guy with the ball in his hands, like he's got to make the plays. Um, So I think if we like, you know, fast forward, whatever the result of the game is, if Michigan State won. I bet you Hogarth had a good game. Yep. And vice versa, they lose. I bet you he had a bad game. I mean, that's that's what it's going to come down to, in my opinion. Do you have anything you want to say about the Michigan game? Uh, I mean, honestly, it's You just, are going? I'm going to the game, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to the game. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of MSU fans at that game. But, uh, we'll see. I think so. Um, well, there's going to be a lot of people in green just because of yeah, the game. what happened. Yeah, what happened. Um, but continue. Um, I I agree with you. I think Hogar's gonna have a big game. Uh, Joey Hauser. I mean, we we've discussed this a lot. Um, <laughs> off in, air. Yes. Ryan's talking about. Uh, he t- tends to struggle in games like this, right? So he's uh, he's got to at least you know give you a few shots. I I don't think he can put a goose egg up. Uh, it, it, I mean, he's he's got to at least be halfway decent for them to win this game. I Since you like. brought this up, uh, somebody, I think it was Dylan Burkhart actually posted. Essentially, when MSU wins, like Joey Hauser shoots well, and when they loses, he shoots poorly. Um, so, yeah, I guess you could like boil it down and say we want Joey to shoot well, but the point really is. Joey's playing like 30 minutes a game. Yeah. He's in a, a very big part of the team just in general because of the minutes he's playing. Is he better than Terrence Williams? I think so. I don't know. Yes, he's better than Terrence Williams. I thought you were about to say Terrence Shannon. I was like, no. For some reason, I don't, I don't know. No. I was like, no. That's like two different species. Yeah, I was going to say, that's not even close to the same type of player. <laughs> it was an alien versus a human. Uh, okay. No, but, I, I agree with you. Terrence... Michigan fans 
are to the point where they kind of yeah, they, hate him. they hate him. <laughs> of course, this is the type of game where he hits like three threes. Probably. Um, point is, that's a guy Joey can guard. Um, that's a guy he could probably score on. He could probably take Terrence Williams to, to the, the rack. rack. Yep. Um, so you need to... This is a game where, yes, it's a big game on the road. And I feel like Joey struggles in the big athletic teams on the road. Like, on the big moment, other not named Wisconsin. Like, I feel like he's a little bit of a head case. Like, he takes that shot where he takes three times as long as usual. It's like... It doesn't go in magically because you took your time, Joey. Just shoot it in rhythm. When he shoots it in rhythm, you can tell, like, the thing doesn't even get close to touching the, the rim. Like, he really splashes when he's got he's got the perfect rotation. Um, but it's all in rhythm. I think this is a game Joey just needs to realize he is at a, like, a matchup advantage. And as a senior... You came back for what? To like win, go one and win, one against Michigan again? Like this, yeah. Um, like they need him to be big. There's no real good excuse for him not to be, other than when Michigan does their two big lineup, um, Dickinson and, and Reed. I don't know. Izzo's gonna know that they do this. I don't know what they're gonna try to counter that. Um, if Joey's guarding a Terrace uh, Reed. Don't like that. Nope. I think he can score on Joey over and over and over. And maybe Joey can make him move his feet on the defensive end. Maybe you could, like, hit back. But I'm not a fan of, like, when Joey just can't stop his who he's defending. And he's got to, like, hit a bunch of threes to, like, get a, a positive uh, plus minus. Um, so, anyway, the Joey thing, this is big. We've already seen them play. Um, I feel like Joey... I mean, we could look it up. I feel like he didn't, like, he always just barely missed the, the wide-open shot. Does that sound right, or am I just in, making that up? In, what, in any game? The Michigan game. In the Michigan game? On the road? Yeah, probably. No, but when we actually played them. Oh, this year. Uh, yeah, it felt like he did. I, I don't think he had a very good game. Seven points. He yeah. went one for seven. So, for yeah, he yeah. struggled, yeah. And there was a bunch of, like, the crowd is just waiting to go insane. Joey's got a wide-open three, and he missed it because I think he's thinking too much. He needs to just, in rhythm, boom. I mean, once he's got his feet organized, puppies organized, as um, Raftery likes to say. I mean, like, it looks really good. And there's no reason Joey should be letting Terrence Williams, like, score on him a lot. So I feel good about that. I... Keep your eye on the Joey Terrence Williams, and then when uh, Terrence is off the court, you know maybe I'm going to be watching the Joey we'll like sh- we'll at all times. Will Cheddar's probably going to play a lot. Yeah, and I think he's got a little size on Joey, and that might be an issue. But we'll we'll see. Joey, um, who's somebody was out for them last game, right? Or was it the game before? It might have been Terrence Williams. I swear he no. He, there was I'm somebody. Sure I swear played. to God, there was somebody out for them last game. It might have been the game before. Well, might, I haven't. That, that was probably the no, IU. Nobody game. Nobody was out. The IU game. I think they. I think yeah, it was the IU game. I'm pretty sure you saw it last week. Um, yeah. As far as I know, like they've got their whole, their whole team will besides Blue Ellen, who honestly, Ellen. them losing him kind of destroyed their season. For being real, I mean, maybe some of the Michigan fans I've talked to, they think like. 
it was better for him not to be playing, but... I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what's their record? How, like, how are you justifying you're, that? You're playing a true freshman point guard. I mean, that's just... Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. So, and then, yeah, the guards, like... Um, I, I just think that Michigan State guards better, and that travels. And Aikens just needs to... He needs to let the game come to him. Just such the biggest cliche ever. But what does that mean, Ryan? When people say that, they're saying just play basketball. And then when you have open shots, you take the open shots because that's what you do. When you have a lane to the basket, you go to the basket. Don't, like, think on this next play I'm going to cross over and dunk on this guy. Like, just play basketball. Let it come to you. And um, when he guards his guy and gets those, you know, breakaways and dunks, like, that's when – that's when things start opening up for Jaden because he can shoot the ball. Um, so people have to honor and respect his, him from the perimeter. And then he's going to make your life hell on the other end. And it just becomes this thing where I don't, you I, can't make a lot of mistakes. I, would, I think they're going to put him on Bufkin, which would be the right. Obviously. Well, the Kobe, Bufkin, Aikens thing is kind of what I was talking about. Yeah. Doug versus Walker, that's what Walker wants. Yeah. He wants to play some freshman who's similar to him in terms of um, speed and maybe skill, but he has no nowhere near the experience. I mean, everything that Doug's done once, Walker's done ten times in a game. So I, I just think Walker's that... Walker's got a little bit of size on him, too, I'm pretty sure. At least. And maybe McDaniel is a good athlete, but, man, I've Walker can fly. Yep. I mean, so I just... Everything other than... The Dickinson um, dynamic of this matchup. I, I like Michigan State. I do too. I, I I think MSU has better players. I mean, it comes down to that. But Joey goes one for seven again because yeah, Joey's a head case and right. he can't stop anything. They just are like MSU just can't get a rebound to save their life. This game goes the other and way. They are that Wisconsin just embarrassed them on the offensive glass. And Wisconsin is one of the worst offensive rebounding teams in the country. I, I'm sorry. This is kind of a game where I feel like you should be able to at least go 50-50 with them on the boards. Uh, just based on what I've watched this year with Michigan. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I, would, I would hope at least that that would happen. You never know. But, you know, sometimes, like, the balls just don't bounce. You know, they just can't hit a shot. Michigan's hitting everything because it's their home court. That's basketball. That's what happens. Yeah. And I think that is what's going to happen. If you ask me, I mean, you've seen every year, it's just like an awesome game for Michigan State when it's at Breslin, and it's the exact reverse. Yeah, they the the, the, way, the last time an away team won was the game we went to. Yeah, Ryan and I were literally at the last win, and um, wow, that was something else because the, both teams were very really good. good. Um, so pretty, pretty high level basketball. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I like the, on paper on a neutral court, I just straight up like Michigan state better for basketball reasons, but this is not at a neutral court. And, um, I haven't seen enough from Michigan state on the road this year. I don't really think like, yeah, Ohio state, big deal. Who cares? Penn state yeah. early in the season. Ohio Nobody State's even goes not, to those games. Yeah. Um, Ohio State didn't. There was a Izzo was talking about it at his coaches show. It was really there were a lot of empty seats in that game. Right. Um, so, I mean, there's gonna be a lot of people. This is 
I mean, when you look at the standings for Michigan State and Michigan, like this is a very pivotal game for um, for seeding. For seeding, yeah. Like you could go sec. Michigan State could get uh, the second seed mm. or like the eighth. Yep. Like if so, if that's something you value, like a whole day by whole game. We're assuming that they reschedule the Minnesota game. By the yeah, way, yeah, and we didn't even really talk about Ohio State or. Because, I mean... <coughs> or Minnesota, but... OSU is just awful. I mean, it's... Took care of business. Simple. Yeah, they won on the road. I mean, Helped the metrics that. a lot. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah, um, they jumped I 10 spots. I think it was a like 2-1 win. They, ju- they jumped 10 spots. Yeah, so that's nice. I mean, MSU now at 31 on Ken Palm. Because Ohio State was just... Like the metrics love OSU. Yeah, they did until they just got they still They're still, they're still in the top 60. Yeah, which is weird. Um, but... As it stands, eight and six for Michigan State and um, Michigan, even though they haven't had nearly as good of a season, they're at eight and seven. Yeah. So they would be almost identical. No, they, they wouldn't. Would be- they, they can't be identical record, but um, they would be like a half a game, you know, different. Michigan is in a bad spot tournament wise. I, I think they're pretty much done. They'd pretty much, they'd they'd have to either win out. In the regular season, or uh, go on win win the Big Ten tournament at this point to get in because they're they're nowhere to be seen on uh, any bracketology list anymore. So let's talk about that. I just saw it today. It might have been Lenardi, but I don't recall off the top of my head. Um, I've seen a lot basically saying the same. There's the field of sixty eight. And we've been sweating it out, you know, for two years, so we should be familiar. This one, they're going to get it. MSU is pretty much a lock at this point. <clears throat> a lot. Yeah. Would, a lot. They'd have to, like, lose to Minnesota. Yeah, home. right now they're a seven seed, which is nice. But <laughs> I saw they put us in Purdue's region. Oh, and guess, guess Rutgers at an eight seed gets to play Purdue. Like, what are we what? doing? Like, if that happens. I'd be so pissed if I was a Rutgers fan and that happened. How could they possibly make a one seed have to face a conference yeah. team? That, well, I, I would, I'd be pissed. more mad. I'd be more mad if I was a Purdue fan. Yeah, I mean that would be so annoying. Yeah, I'd be pissed. I mean, Purdue won at. I mean, Rutgers won at Purdue. They literally won a game yeah. at Purdue. No, I would be furious. Um, and if I see them in our region, I'm going to scream. Yeah, I'm gonna be pissed. It's like because we're already talking about it like months away, and that's it. Always happens somehow. My thing is that game will get officiated completely different. <laughs> Edie, Edie will get called for fouls. I, I don't know if you saw, kind of going off, going off on a tangent here, but Purdue fans were blaming Tom Izzo for <laughs> Edie getting called for fouls now because he complained about it. Yeah, it's like no, they're finally somehow realizing that he fouls all the time, and they're finally calling it. How could you possibly say that when Edie had the craziest hook and hold ever <laughs> at the game against MSU, and they didn't call it? Like, are you guys? Straight up stupid. Anyway, back to what we were talking about. Um, yeah, like, just put in the books right now. If we do our recording after Selection Sunday and we got, like, a matchup where, like, we can meet Purdue before the, f- the Elite Eight. I mean, if they're even in our region, I'll be pissed. But if it's set up so we can meet them before the Elite Eight, I'm going to lose my mind. It's like we already know. What? It's like they're trying to do that. What is? Yeah, why is there like a black magic against Michigan State? In the, the seeding is unreal. Yeah. They get, Can't we just get, get like they, a... They get Duke every single one year. One favorable. 
Like, ah. It's like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't tell you how many times they faced Duke in the tournament in the last two years. It's it, insane. Yeah, like, this can't be on accident. Um, so anyway, uh, right now, seven seed, I think it's probable they'll hover around that area. We really want to avoid the eight seed thing, but we'll I, see. I think they'd get up to a five if they, if if they, they were to get like, some big yeah. wins. Um, but Michigan, um, there's a field of 68. Then they have what's called the last four out. So those teams are right on the bubble. And then the next four out. Um, and then they have a considered. And then considered. And Michigan is currently in considered. So I think you could argue, I don't have the those teams in front of me right now, but you could argue they probably have a better chance, like a better um more yeah, they have wins. they have more they have more they have more uh, opportunities. opportunities yeah so over those eight teams in front of them yeah if they go on a crazy stretch and like win out regular I mean season, their schedule the rest of the way is not easy if you no they, but they, they, so they, if they were to win out yeah, yeah they, they, they'll get in yeah exactly so honestly I'm looking at it like this I don't want to Michigan State to give them any, any hope line. just end them get get them out yeah this right here. Beating them on their home court, they're done. They're at fourteen and thirteen. They lose. They lose this game. They're done. They're Probably yes. They. I mean, they win the next four by thirty each. You know what I'm saying? But like, probably yes. Um, that would be satisfying from a rivalry perspective. Now, you could say like rent free. Like, what? I I don't want you to make the tournament. Why would I be like? It's be like it's your rival. Yeah. We're about to play. And this would be for a season sweep. Like, MSU... It's like the people that are saying, you should root for Michigan in the college football playoff. Hell no. What are you talking about? (laughs) I have no words for that. No. Um, This would be a big, like, stamp. Because nothing's guaranteed in terms of results. But... MSU's got a very good class coming in. Like, things are they, looking And up. a lot of the roster next year is going to be back. So, yeah, getting this sweep, I think this would kind of take a little bit of the handles on um, this rivalry. Yep. Like like I said, nothing's guaranteed. You can get an awesome class that comes in and doesn't I mean, look win. At, look at, look at uh, I, mean, yeah. that, I mean, MSU got swept 2018. in 2018. So, yeah, nothing's guaranteed, but it just would the trajectories would kind of be going different directions. Especially if they, Michigan loses a couple guys on their roster <clears throat> next year. Yeah. So, um, we've seen Michigan State and Michigan play. I don't... I, I'm not taking we've a talked lot. I'm not taking a lot from that game anyways. Yeah. We've talked a lot about it. Um, we're going to get to our picks, and I guess you'll get our prediction there. Um, let's talk about Indiana. Um Another team we saw play. I just, like, don't even... Indiana's a completely different team away from Assembly Hall. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. It, it, yeah, exactly. It's like, that game doesn't even count towards what this one's going to look yeah, like. Yeah, IU lost to Northwestern on Wednesday, I think. They were getting run they, out of they, the building. And somehow they came back and yeah. almost won. I do think, just generally, that Trace Jackson Davis is a problem. And... That is not going to go away. But my belief is that MSU is going to be hitting the shots that Indiana was hitting. IU, uh, prime example of their road, their 
road and home splits. Go look at Tamar Bates' road and home stats. Yeah. It is absolutely insane how He's much like different they are. 40%. He shoots like 50% from three at home, 20% on the road. Exactly. And I think there's a reason for that. I, this is going to be a ridiculous example, but it's true. I have darts in my basement, um, and I you know practice sometimes when I'm having a drink. And when people come over, I'm like near unbeatable. When we go out to the bar, <laughs> feels a little different, right? And it's the same height dimensions, blah, blah, blah. But you're not like, not every literal, like you're, everything you're looking at is the same. All of your perception, um, your periphery, it's all different. So that's the reason why these shooters come in. They don't feel the same and they're thinking too much. And, and of course, some of them don't care and they just show up and they just murder. And that's because they, you know, have, have mastered the mental edge of this. Right. But people who are swayed mentally by like a, a packed out, you know, court, which is totally understandable. It'd be like you going to do stand up and everyone's booing you. <laughs> like it's gonna be a little hard to keep have your swag and you know like be like natural. So there's a reason that some of these guys don't shoot well at, um, on the road versus home. I hope that happens for Indiana. I do think that you see it with Michigan State. I maybe the stats don't back it up, but I'm pretty sure when they shoot at home. They are just much more efficient from outside, yeah. whether it's long twos or threes. Um, and then you've got the crowd to help. And I feel like every time in the recent past, MSU goes down to Bloomington, Zanel, every time they come even up to when they had, Yeah, even when MSU had, uh, had good teams, they've lost in Bloomington. Yeah. And, and then they come up to East Lansing, and I've seen some... Some ugly ones where... They, remember that game they had uh, college game day there and they lost in like double overtime to a terrible IU team? Yeah, uh, don't be... Oh, that. my God. Well, I was saying it terrible and yeah. ugly because MSU was killing them, but oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, um, IU is... That, that might have been the only game I think they've won at Breslin in a long time. Yeah, I don't... And then, take what Ryan said. Not just Tamar Bates. I think Trace Jackson Davis is much less... Efficient on the road. J- Jalen Hutchifino is definitely less. These yeah. These struggles on the road. He's a and freshman. he's a freshman. Yeah. Um. All of these things kind of like point to Indiana on the road. Well, let's just go see right now. Um. It, it's it's so it's so funny. Indiana and Illinois are just two teams that are. I I understand the teams are different on the road, but those two teams on the road are just completely different if you go look at the stats. Indiana has eight losses on the season. Only one was yeah, they at lost home. the Northwestern game at home. Yeah, by one. So, yes, I think um, you could point to home being a factor for Indiana, and it should be. It's an advantage. But um, the Breslin Center is an advantage for Michigan oh, State. Yeah, it's going to be a cra- It's going to be the first home game since the shooting, so it's going to be... Yeah, it's going to be emotional, and um, I, I do... I'll just say it now. I do kind of expect Michigan State to win. Yeah. I think this is like just ripe for, you know, at home, emotions feel good. You get a big win. We've seen it a lot in the past. You know, good teams come in to Michigan State at the Breslin, and they just kind of like everything goes right for the home team. Which that's just that's what happens. It's basketball. Yeah. That's college basketball. That's why we love it. Um. All right. So. We've seen these teams play. I don't think we need to break down the matchup, but 
Yeah, I do think again, once again, the big man, star big man, I, is the problem. Did, is Ray, Race Thompson back? Because he was out for a little bit, and I can't remember if he's playing or I not. I think he just missed their most recent game. Um, uh, well, actually, it looks like he played. How many minutes did he play? It says he played twenty five. Oh wow! Okay, so he yeah he was out. I think he was out for the Michigan game. He did not play the Michigan yeah, game. Yeah, that that must be what it was because I thought I just saw. It. Yeah, that's what exactly what it was. Um. Obviously, that gives him another big man body up there. I, you know, I've never really been his like a big fan of his, but he's just a he's a good athlete. Yeah, he's he's a he's a dude out there. So we'll see. Um, really, it's just <laughs> like the guard play. I think MSU Miller Cop Miller Cop has been up. playing terribly lately. I mean, I know you watch if you watched the Northwestern game. She they they were they were chanting very nice things at Miller Cop because he transferred from Northwestern. F. U. Miller, <laughs> which is crazy. Like he must that must have gotten to his head. I, it <laughs> oh, would, I, I, you would think I would t- I would really like mess me up. Um, okay, so yeah, I I think like guard for guard. MSU is not like at some disadvantage. There's just the, pretty equal, the big man inside. Pretty, pretty equal. Uh, I would say MSU has a slight edge guard play wise. Yeah, and then they have the edge inside, yeah. but we're the home <laughs> team, so there you go. Um, all right. Do you want to get into picks? Do yeah, you want to talk? Okay. Let's do it. All right. So Ryan is just. I don't know what is happening, but. Ryan's winning and I'm losing like terribly. Um but maybe that's I maybe that's how it should always been. Um I think too much about it and you're just no, like, that's the way it is for football with me. So <laughs> yeah. Um I'm I went three and eight, he went six and five. I'm now uh eighteen, two pushes and twenty six, and Ryan's the exact opposite. Twenty six, two pushes and eighteen. Alright. Let's do it. Michigan Favored by one hosting Michigan State. So I'm going to the game, and I'm going to put real-life money on Michigan just to win my money back if MSU loses, so I'm picking Michigan. Sure, that's a good hedge for get my ticket, Get my ticket money back. I think that, like, it's just Chrysler rivalry. They'll hit more shots and win the game, and we've just seen that too many times recently for me to think otherwise. Um, so I'm going to go with Michigan to cover one. Um you picked Michigan. Yeah. Yep. All right. Indiana's hosting Illinois. IU. It's at home. Illinois is terrible on the road. Getting, it's Four some, points. Yeah, that's easy pick. I don't even have to think about I it. I just need to tell you, nothing you said was wrong. So, um, that's what I'll do. I. Yeah. Let's. And by the way, these are just Ken Palm. We don't have any. We don't have any sports they book lines. Me, yep. Um. So if you're like what? That's the reason. Um, Wisconsin, um, they're hosting Rutgers, who are one point favorite. Rutgers has been on the struggle bus lately. I'm going to pick Wisconsin here. Hmm. It's a home game. Yeah, home dog. Wow. Rutgers has been pretty bad lately. Yeah, after I hyped them up, they just... Oh, yeah, since they, since they beat us, they've been they've fallen off a cliff. A cliff. All right, Minnesota. They're hosting Penn State. Penn State's nine-point road favorite. I'll be Penn State here. 
Minnesota is just an outlier in the Big Ten is into terribleness. So give me give me the Indian Lions. Everybody's always picking them. Nine point road dogs. Let's go. Yeah, I, I I'm probably overthinking. Or, or home dogs. I mean, probably overthinking it. But yeah, give me Penn State. I'm just what what do I have to lose at this point? <laughs> Purdue hosting Ohio State. Produce give eleven Purdue. point favorites. <laughs> Purdue don't even have to think about it. OSU is so bad. Oh yeah, I don't think uh, I should overthink this. Purdue has been stumbling. Yeah, this is a this is a good good game for Purdue here. Yeah, that's right. All right, um, Nebraska's hosting Maryland. Maryland four point favorites. Again, Maryland completely different team away from home. You mean Nebraska to cover the four? What? Nebraska's Nebraska been on fire been lately, been man. Yeah, Casey Tominaga is like averaging like twenty five points a game over the last four. On fire. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that too, actually, just for the like. I want to have fun, like that. I want to cheer for Nebraska to win that game. That'd be fun. Northwestern two point favorites hosting Iowa. Give me Northwestern here. Yeah, that makes sense. They've been playing. They've been on on a tear lately. And they're a very good defensive team. Yep. Illinois, nineteen point favorites at home against Minnesota. <sighs> Yeah, I'm going to pick Minnesota here. That's just a big number. Ryan, you're learning. He's he's paired his brilliant sports brain with just a little bit of number math and other kinds of math, and um, I think that's why he's on a heater. I've groomed you into this. <laughs> you're saying I should give you some of my winnings? Well, <laughs> I thought that was unspoken. Understanding, but... We'll talk off air. No, I think so. Like, Minnesota loses by 18. So, I like that. Uh, Michigan State hosting Indiana. Michigan State's two-point favorites. Pick up SU here. Yep, I agree. We talked about this. I think that maybe it will be a single point or a single-digit margin, but I think Michigan State will win and cover that. Maryland, 18-point favorites hosting Minnesota. Again, massive number. Give me Minnesota. Sure. I mean, if we were going to do it for Illinois, <laughs> um, I'll do it again. That would be a fun thing to parlay. Can you do that? Or no, they, they wouldn't have it. They wouldn't have the line out Yeah. Um, Wisconsin, they're host, yeah, hosting Iowa. Iowa's one-point favorites, though. I'm gonna pick Wisconsin home dog. I gotta say, I, I think Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin might sneak into the tournament at this point, man. Iowa, they're gonna come in and end their season. Greg, Jeezy. I don't know. Is his seat hot? No, they won the Big Ten last year. Is not. I mean, him and Juwan Howard might be having you might, next year. You might have a discussion about them if they both are, if they both struggle again next year. Right. Well, yeah, I don't think Juwan would like with just not. If Juwan doesn't make the tournament next year, he's done. He's gone. He's like not, two years in a row, you mean? He's, he's not going to be. He's not going to have a job anymore if they miss the tournament again. That would be crazy. I just want to call back to when one of the I can't remember which one one of the Fab Five members saying that Juwan was going to win multiple national championships. <laughs> Um, which at the time, I'm just gonna, I audibly laughed at. I, I'm I'm just gonna point this out. The further we get away from the beeline era, the worse it gets. I'm just just gonna throw that out there. 
It's not wrong. <laughs> all right. Um, that's all we had. Uh, there's nothing for football. Nothing really. Uh not really. All I've really got is Jeremiah Beasley pushed back his commitment date like a two months or something. So nothing. Nothing really new. Uh, slow season, obviously for football. So. When's spring start? Uh, they already started. They started lifting. I think last month. Um, but I can't. The spring game is April fifteenth, I think. So it'd probably be like middle of March. So it's coming up. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, that means that we have plenty of time to get ready to talk about that. But it's basically this is basketball season. Um, today's what the sixteenth. Seventeenth. It's seventeenth. February 17th, so we are... Got another month left. Yeah, we got one month. Isn't that crazy? Hopefully a month and a half. I feel like we were just talking about, like, the beginning of the season, Champions Classic, and now, like, the season's almost over. Yeah, once once basketball is over, I'm about to be bored. (laughs) (laughs) You just have to really dive in. What am I going to bet on anymore? I don't want to bet on NBA games. I don't know what... Maybe get a hobby that isn't <laughs> We'll talk about it. All right. Well, um, you know, a usual podcast we'd end with the go green and go white, but um, we probably just end this one on a moment of silence for the people that were affected by this. Even if um, they weren't physically harmed, there's going to be a lot of trauma going through these parts of um, Michigan and you know all the extensions of the Spartan family so Ryan um, I feel privileged to do this with you and I'm happy that we are a part of the Spartan community and um, I hope everyone's safe and sound out there you have anything else I can totally agree with what you said 100% uh, really rough week for everybody so hopefully they can Maybe, hopefully the basketball team, obviously not the biggest importance here, can give people a nice lift with a win on Saturday. All right. Well, we're going to end with a little bit of silence. Um, you can end the podcast if you want. <laughs> but um, we'll see you guys uh, next week. Dylan, up ahead, Winston. No one near him. And he's going to come out with it. And Michigan State.